Welcome to the James Exchange, Friday Forward, July 23, 2023. I am your host, Nancy Gill. The James River Boys and Girls Club registration for the fall begins on Monday, July the 26th. The club is located in the Scottsville Community Center at 300 Page Street. The next movie night in the Victory Hall parking lot will be on August the 7th at dusk. The movie selection is always a surprise. Bring your family, chairs, blankets, and enjoy the show. On August 8th from 4 to 6, Well Aware will be hosting a meet and greet at the Farmer's Market Pavilion in Scottsville. There will be ice cream, some gospel songs, and lots of people to meet. Well Aware is a program through UVA, CVHS, and the Charlottesville Free Clinic bringing community health workers to our communities. On Tuesday, August 17th, the Charlottesville Band will be performing at Canal Basin Square starting at 7 o'clock p.m. I am here today with Ron Smith, and he is the current mayor of Scottsville. We're just going to have a nice, friendly conversation. So, hello, Ron. Nancy, thank you so much for having me uh, on your podcast. Um, A quick note, we used to have the Scottsville Monthly, and the pandemic caused that to uh, sort of go into hibernation, and I don't know whether it's ever coming out or not, but I used to try to keep local information uh, published in there, events and things that are going on, and the, the citizens around here don't have that right now. So it's a, it's a podcast like yours and Scottsville Happenings on the email keep people informed as to what's going on and when it's going to happen. Why don't you just tell tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up? Yeah, um, actually, I was born and raised in Newport News and lived there most of my life, except for college in North Carolina and uh, a couple of years with the Navy in Rhode Island. And I got back to Newport News, and I worked part-time at the funeral home there, and and it's one of those things you kind of just fall in love with it. I've always been involved with uh, groups that uh, were service-oriented, and this was just an extension of uh, high school and college service uh, endeavors and uh, working in funeral service and in another uh, three years I will have get my 50-year pin <laughs> but uh, anyhow uh, I sort of worked backwards I got my bachelor's degree in the business administration from Campbell University in North Carolina and then I went to mortuary science school and got a, an associate degree in mortuary science and as I say worked in, in funeral service all my adult career My dad was raised on a farm in Suffolk, and uh, that's now my farm. Uh, He passed away in 98, and I rent it it for free to my very best friend who uh, was in funeral service with me for a number of years, and uh, he had some health issues, and so he he just looks out for things. That's the rent that he pays me for that because we just uh, like brothers. I uh, had one brother growing up, and he uh, passed away at age 25 uh, from a form of cancer. Been through that, and, uh, you know, we were just becoming really close close friends when that happened. So these, that's the way things work out. But uh, back in uh, 2007, I, I had grown up with the uh, with the owners of the funeral home here at the time, the Joneses, and and uh, I had actually gone to high school with Mrs. Jones, and so that's how long we'd known one another. And I heard through the grapevine that they were interested in retiring and selling the funeral home, and I thought, well, wow, this would be a good opportunity to try to have my own funeral home. So I stopped in one day, we had a chat, they were excited, and I was excited, and I... Uh, 
sold my home in Newport News and moved to Scottsville and went to work at the funeral home. The unfortunate thing was that after about six months, uh, the deal sort of fell apart and I was left high and dry, but uh, I started my own little quilting business. Uh, eventually, when the funeral home was purchased by another party, he invited me to uh, work part-time for him, which I was happy to do. And uh, having only lived here six months, I realized right from the start what a great little town this is and how friendly the people were. And uh, it was just uh, unique. I mean, Newport News is nice, but Newport News is a big city. I lived, I lived uh, not that far from where I worked, and some days I could make it in 15 minutes, and some days it would take 45 minutes to drive those seven miles. So this was a really a, a neat change. And so uh, having purchased a home here and made friends, I said, well, we'll just stay. That was 14 years, almost 14 and a half years ago. So. Yeah. so I know that prior to you becoming mayor last year, you actually were involved in town government mm -hmm. because my, I know I had government services and you were on my yeah. government services well, committee. Yeah, so. uh, actually, Nancy uh, kind of got me started in in. Uh, civic affairs here in, in Scottsville. I hadn't been here but about six months, and she asked me if I would uh, meet Lindsey Dorier at his office and uh, uh, think about becoming a member of the board of SCAN. And uh, so that got me started uh, meeting a lot of people and a lot of community-minded people. And I noticed there was an opening on the uh, ARB, so I applied for that, but I didn't get it. And as Nancy mentioned, uh, I joined the Government Services Committee. Uh, uh, working on government services, uh, uh, Tim Small, it was a good experience because I got to see how the smaller governments work, small town governments, uh, and how they relate to the, uh, the state government being a Dillon state and having to follow the mandates on a lot of things that you uh, would like to do You're on your own. But then in 2010, one of our council people uh, had, a, had a health issue and had to step down, and so I threw my hat in the ring for a replacement and was selected to go on town council, and I, that was in 2010, and in the spring of 2010, we had town elections, and I ran for re-election and uh, served three more terms, uh, full terms, as a council member. Uh, as a council member, I was a li liaison with the uh, planning commission and uh, was fortunate enough to uh, assume Nancy's position as... Your first year as mayor, I think, was relatively interesting. It was. As I said the other night at a council meeting, uh, I think uh, Jackson Beale in 1918 was the last mayor to actually serve through a pandemic. Our big problem with uh, that we foresaw as a town was lost revenue from our businesses having to close, and it was really a roller coaster ride on the uh, budget. One one week we would have a meeting and wonder how we're going to make ends meet. Uh, some of our between uh, Matt Lawless, the town administrator, and Thomas Unsworth, the town clerk uh, they they found all kinds of ways to uh, eliminate unnecessary spending and and so we were faced with some budget matters and then all of a sudden the uh, the government sends us a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> which was really nice, but it had to be spent in certain ways and a lot of strings attached and it had to be spent by the end of the year. So if somebody handed you a, 
100000 with uh, strings attached and said you have four months to spend it, then <laughs> that would pr present a problem. But our council is so creative and so thoughtful and uh, so intelligent that they came up with ways that we could fund some different things that really needed funding during the pandemic. And uh, so that helped us then. And then after the first of the year, we you know, start facing budget problems again because we're still down on revenue. And so we're wondering exactly how we're going to make ends meet again. And then the government throws us so like half a million dollars. And uh, this had fewer strings. And we have until the end of 2024 to spend it all. The only thing we really have to do is account for it, which is certainly understandable. So the pandemic hit as I was finishing up my second term. Mm -hmm. And I was very excited when I heard that two of the principals from Tiger Fuel purchased the shopping center, Uptown Shopping Center. They had plans, but then they had to put things on hold. And now they have purchased several other areas in town. How do you see their presence here changing and also benefiting the town? Well, I think it's uh, it's always great when you have somebody that wants to invest in your in your town, and it's it's even greater when they are local people. Then they they invested in the shopping center, and then came word that they wanted to put a Tiger Fuel Market across from the bank uh, on a piece of property there. And through a lot of hard work by the council and the planning commission, we were able to. Uh, to approve that, and the last I heard, that maybe in about 18 months that project will be completed. Uh, they purchased what was Lucky's, uh, so more uh, more interest in the community. And then recently, the uh, the tract of land across from the Dollar General store at six and twenty was purchased by Tiger. And the the last conversations I had on that one was that they have not definite plans for that piece of property at the moment, but. Uh, and we do have the advantage of being a historic town, so we can we can lean on that aspect of things to uh, to make sure that those people that want to come here and we certainly welcome them. At the same time, they understand that we need to keep the historic nature of our town as it is. So, also at the end of mine or during my second term, and you had become the chairman of the planning commission, and we had this young new town administrator with lots of knowledge and energy. We entered into developing the small area plan for the western part of downtown, which a lot of people think that that was just about the factory building. But wasn't it really about the whole area, Page Street, Harrison yeah, it's Street? Basic, basically, it was, it was about the whole, certainly the, the, the old tire plant was, you know, a, a key element of that that discussion, but this South, it, we initially called it the Southwest Small Area Plan because it encompassed, if you think of Scottsville as a pie, uh, the Southwest portion of the town. And of course, the tire plant property is part of that area. So it was not just for the plant, although it was, we, want, we wanted to see what the community wanted what they needed, what their wishes for the future were, you know, what they were happy with now, what they were didn't like now, just a whole gamut of things. And we were certainly 
uh, authorized by, uh, by the rules and regulations that govern these sort of things to do a small area plan within our master plan for uh, our comprehensive plan for the town. We can do a small area plan for a section of the town that we feel needs to be protected. And so a lot of thought went into that and a lot of good ideas and we came out with uh, and, and this was another example of so anyhow we we, we came up with uh, you know with, uh, just like the comprehensive plan it's a it's a sort of a blueprint for the future but it's not uh it's it can certainly be changed to adapt to to changing conditions so we hope we came out with the right thing it was passed in its final version and uh, we're moving. We will move slowly with that. We have uh, have some infrastructure things to do over there, and uh, we have recently rezoned some property, uh, which was originally plant property per se, but uh, it um, it is on the outskirts of the plant proper. So it's uh, uh, Stuart Munson, who's head of our Economic Development Committee and is also serves on the Albemarle County Economic Development Board. He made the, the right statement when we were discussing this, that you, if you start with the outlying areas of a piece of property that you're interested in developing in a positive manner and you get things on the outside that people are comfortable with, then it's easier to get things on the inside of that piece of property that people will be comfortable with. So right now, no no definite plans for the inside of the, uh, the 60 acres, but the ex, a couple of exterior areas are. Yes, um, when I was listening to the public hearings, it struck me that people didn't really understand that the owner of the property divided it. He purchased it, I believe, in 2011 as the full track, a little over 60 acres. And then the next month, he took off the upper, which is a little over, was well, actually 19.87 acres. And he calls, he, he created an LLC, the Upper, upper Bird, Bird Street LLC. <laughs> what struck me was a lot of people just wanted to keep those two properties together when they're actually two separate ones. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring up um, the June 21st public session. First and foremost, it was a four-hour meeting. It was a joint <laughs> meeting with the Planning Commission. There was a lot of conversation, a lot of comments, a lot of really good things came out of it. But I do believe there was a tied vote on yes. whether or not <laughs> to, on the upper bird portion of the property, the 19.87 acres, there was a zoning um, public hearing on taking it from industrial to village residential. So something that I never had to deal with, you had to, and that exactly. was you had a tied vote with council. Yes, the mayor doesn't get to vote in uh, these things unless there is a tie, and it was a 3-3 tie on uh, changing this zoning to a, a residential zoning that we have that would fit appropriately with it, and I got to vote. Um, I voted in favor of changing the zoning, 
And for a couple of reasons. One goes back to the comments that uh, Stuart Munson said about getting uh, areas external to the, uh, the, whole, th uh, the whole piece of property uh, moving in the right direction. Secondly, whether some of the folks uh, in the area wanted to acknowledge it or not, it, was, it conforms to the small area plan, basically, that we had passed after uh, almost two years of work. I got to vote, and I voted for something I felt was the right way to vote, and that's what everybody should do. And it's not like we're going to come in and somebody's going to come in and build 35 houses at one time. It's going to be a slow process, but it's a, it's a process that can get started now. Yeah. Um, and also part, there was another public hearing on um, the wetlands, which is 14 acres um, on the lower Bird Street portion. People would recognize more if we say part of it is where the firemen shoot off the 4th of July fireworks. That was actually tabled. What happened was, uh, for the folks that don't, don't know this, um, the Virginia Outdoors Foundation offered the town a considerable grant of money to purchase these 14 acres of wetlands at the lower end of the plant property. The concern was at the public hearing that with the plant having been there and with uh, scientifically things run downhill, there could be some hazardous substances in the soil there. And if the became town property rather than plant property, um, and hazardous materials were found on there, or we built a trail through there and somebody was, became ill because of something in the ground there, would the town be liable? And uh, after consulting with our attorney and doing research, it was discovered that the owner of the plant, not the town, the owner of the original owner of the property and the current owner of the property, even though the town would have the property as town property, the town would not be liable for any hazardous uh, waste or any hazardous materials found on the property. And so with that question being settled at the last council meeting, we voted to change the zoning of that so that we could have it as a nature area also. So now that 14 acres is public it will be public as soon as all the, uh, the, the the appropriate signatures are on the appropriate paperwork and then the town can start discussing about uh, volunteer efforts to build trails um, it's really interesting because the plant the property that we're speaking of at the far i guess you would call it southwest corner where it abuts the private property on the other side of the plant uh, there is basically river access there so uh, the vote you had on this issue was actually... It was unanimous. A unanimous yeah. vote in favor of. In favor of. We, I bet you were so, relieved. I don't worry about things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thank you for coming, Ron. And before you leave, I, I know that you play a musical instrument. Ah, yes. Uh, play a little guitar. We have play a little band, and we used to uh, before the pandemic. Uh, our little band would play at uh, nursing homes and retirement communities almost every weekend. And then the pandemic hit, so we're slowly getting back into that. Fortunately, it's a lot of fun playing together again. It's just a, we do uh, once a month at uh, Victory Hall now that the weather's gotten hot and the pandemic has see eased a little bit. Um, we do have a jam that's open to the public, and I'm doing it on Sunday afternoons, third Sunday 
of the month from 2 to 4 uh, at Victory Hall. And uh, just uh, bring an instrument, bring your voice, just bring yourself, uh, sit around for a couple hours. We play familiar songs, just have fun, and, and then we, we leave. Uh, if anybody listening uh, to this podcast has any questions or concerns or all about uh, anything going on in Scottsville that I can help with, uh, my numbers on the website call the town office they'll give you my cell phone number i don't mind call me up till 11 o'clock at night <laughs> but don't call me after 11 uh, <laughs> unless it's a real emergency and then i'll i'll be there but thank you so much for having me this is all this is a, yeah. this is really really neat and i think it's it's something the community needed uh nowadays with uh, limited exposure to uh, print media and uh, we appreciate all you have done as mayor of the town and your 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 long tenure as a, a town uh, servant and what you did with scan when you were uh, miss hardy was uh, in the early days get that going again uh thank you for having me you're welcome this is Friday forward and hope you enjoy your weekend. Stay safe and I will be back on Monday. Thank you so much, Ron. Oh, thank you.